Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Watch out. Yeah, talking about way out there. Bayheim! Wow, is that silence in a little bit? Schrader takes. It's a two-man rush. Schrader steps Don't up. Fit. Pop pass in the middle. Got Tucker's it. got it. Ruby run. 15, 10. Hit, oh. hit in. Gregory's touchdown. The Bills make me want to Allen looks to his left. Fires left side. It goes to the end zone. Stephon Diggs makes the catch. Touchdown, Buffalo. Swing into this. It is over. The Boston Red Sox. Baseball's best all season long. They have won it all. This is On the Block. Yeah, I was driving home yesterday, so I heard some of your show. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Thanks, Brent. Two, one. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7 ESPN Radio Heard on 96.5 FM Heard wherever you are Whatever you are doing Hopefully outside somewhere, friends On another gorgeous day here in the queue So wherever you're listening That is the, the, the wonderment of the internet You just never know where people are listening to the show or maybe watching the show. Now, Brent, you're saying, how could an individual in the world? I know that technology has brought us to great places on Earth, but how could one watch a radio show? How is this possible? There are some things that just kind of break all sorts of laws of physics here. Uh, QSportsTalk.com is how, friends. You log into this magical website where you can see us doing a radio show. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's everything you dreamed it would be and more. QSportsTalk.com, where you watch the show. There's a live chat so you can participate in the show as much as you'd like, opine as much as you'd like. And if you call now, we'll add in this bonus absolutely free. You ready for this? When the radio audience hears commercial breaks, do you know what you at KooSportsTalk.com get? Do you know what you people get? You get more of me. You get more of Josh and Bryce and the other Bryce and just whatever else is going on during breaks because we keep the microphones on. We keep the camera on. It's raw. It's unedited. It's just everything under the sun. I know. Just take a moment to, to reflect on, on all that the show delivers you the straight-on radio product, and then all the bonuses that come from QSportsTalk.com. Oh, we got a lot to get into on this Wednesday, June the 15th, 2022, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, tonight, the quest for Lord Stanley's Cup begins. And the Syracuse Crunch have a heavy alumni presence once again in this as Tampa Bay goes for its third straight Stanley Cup, which to me is the equivalent if they are able to do this. And you'll find out uh, shortly whether I'm going to predict this or not, of what the Edmonton Oilers and the New York Islanders did in the early 1980s. I think when you know you hear the term like adjust for inflation a lot, especially lately. But 
I think you have to adjust for sports inflation in this case. So we will discuss, preview a little Stanley Cup, not only coming up here shortly in the monologue, but the great Liam McHugh is going to join us from the NHL on TNT, former intern on this radio program, now one of the great hockey voices out there, and he will break it all down for us coming up at about 5.05. Right here in this hour with the U.S. Open on the way, we're going to give you our picks during a Q Sports Talk break exclusively for you at QSportsTalk.com. But we're going to bring in the great James Colgan, SU alum, golf.com. Talk some U.S. Open with us today. Of course, uh, Brooks Kepka won't like us reaching deep into the past like last week to discuss the Live Tour and the crossover with the U.S. Open, how things are going, how Brookline is looking. The Open. Golf. It's all coming your way with James Colgan, golf.com. Right here in this hour, hot takes to come, of course. Uh, the blind side on the way. We now know the roster that will attempt to defend the Bayheim's Army TBT Championship. It does not include Eric Devendorf. Um, yeah, I know. One of those things I count on in life, right? Death taxes, Devo at Bayheim's Army, but he went out a winner last year. Won a title. Won his uh, portion of the million-dollar prize, and now Eric Devendorf, I'm sure, will still have a presence on this. I'm sure he'll be talking about it on the Devo Show on QSportsTalk.com, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's another thing we give you on QSportsTalk.com. Exclusive shows like Eric Devendorf and Chris Joseph and Paul Sebelia hamming it up Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at 10 a.m. So Devo's still going to have a presence with this team, I would imagine. But there's some new blood on this squad, and I think uh, some people are going to be very excited about some of the names they've been chasing, they've asked about over the years, and just for whatever reasons, just didn't end up on the roster, but on the roster they are now. So we'll get some Bayheim's Army talk in there. Is, uh, that's about a month away from beginning, but the roster is set. We'll know the bracket and the matchups to come here. But we start, as mentioned a moment ago, ladies and gentlemen, by a drop in the puck. <laughs> Lord Stanley's Cup. On the line, friends. It is on the line starting tonight in Denver. I actually looked into going. I have family that lives in Colorado. It's an easy trip. Some easy flights out to Denver uh, from the mighty Syracuse Hancock International Airport these days. And I said, I don't know, man. How often can you see? A team go for a third straight Stanley Cup that has a heavy Syracuse Crunch alumni base. I kind of root for Colorado, and then as I mentioned, I've got some family that lives out that way. My brother-in-law, shout out to Sid, huge Colorado Avalanche fan, and you know, I looked into it, man. I said, yeah, take a little flight out there, but uh, oh, mama, you want to go to Stanley Cup? Uh, you got to sell a kidney, all right. I mean, it's a Stanley Cup. I can imagine. Uh, you go to the NBA Finals or, you know, the Final Four or a big-time event, certainly a Super Bowl, you're going to pay. So uh, tickets are averaging about $1,200 at this point. So uh, don't think they'll make it out there. <laughs> maybe I can finagle a uh, press pass or, I don't know, maybe I'll call in a favor to Dolgan. Call, hey, Dolgan, give me some tickets to the Cup. Come on now. Help a brother out here. As of now, will not be attending the Stanley Cup in person, but uh, you want to be. I mean, hockey is. It, somebody brought this up in the Q Sports Talk chat yesterday. The great Stephen North Syracuse, as a matter of fact, because we were talking about ratings and what affects rate, uh, ratings. And you know, look, I'm not naive here. 
hockey is not on the level. The National Hockey League is not on the same plane, if you will, of certainly not the NFL because nothing is. The NBA finals are averaging about 12, 13 million people. I believe the Stanley Cup, you can uh, circle back and correct me if I'm wrong here, but it'll be probably in the 4 to 5 million range, which is good. It's on a broadcast network. It's on ABC. I think it's harder for hockey to kind of generate the general sports fan to come by. But if that's the category you fit in, if you're out there listening to me right now, it's, I almost picture like I'm selling my mother on this, who would say, well, why am I going to watch that hockey? Okay, This is what I would tell somebody that, that fits that category. First of all, there is a Syracuse connection. It's always great when you can make a connection to something and make it local. And we try to do that on the show all the time, right? The Syracuse Crunch are affiliated with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes, that's the obvious thing. But there is a number of Crunch alumni that aren't just on the roster. They're not just there. They have made a difference on this team. They have helped this team win the Cup. Ross Colton scored the winning goal for Tampa last year. Now, that was a another bubble cup, if you will. This is, you know, we're back to the real thing in arenas with fans and the atmosphere in, in both places is just going to be off the hook, right? But yet more Syracuse Crunch alumni, Pat Maroon, Riley Nash, Alex Kalorn, Andre Palat, who's having a terrific postseason, Braden Point, Cal Foote, Anthony Sorelli, we mentioned uh, uh, Colton, Cernak, and Kucherov and Veselevsky were here briefly, but we're here. They played hockey here. You could go to the War Memorial on a random night in the American Hockey League schedule, and those are two players that I'm sure as you as soon as you saw them, if you are a fan that has attended games in that sense, you're like, oh, yeah, they aren't going to be here long. You know, you can go to a Syracuse Crunch game or you can go to a Syracuse Mets game, and you just know, like, well, they're not going to be here long. I mean, there is – the Strasburgs of the world and the Bryce Harpers of the world, right? Where, like, you know their time is limited. It's just let's just get them a couple of runs here in AAA baseball, and then they're up and gone. Same thing in hockey. Like, you can watch certain players, especially the way that Tampa Bay has developed NHL talent, the emphasis on speed. and But they really want these players at an American Hockey League level going through a playoff situation, learning how to win, learning how to develop before they take their place. And what has been, the Tampa Bay's run does not get enough credit. And I hate to be that guy because I think that's just one of the most overused things in sports, the us-against-the-world theory, we don't get enough credit. But I don't think Tampa doesn't get enough credit for not, look, winning three straight Stanley Cups will take care of itself. You don't want to give them credit for that. That's a you problem. But remember, this team went to the Stanley Cup in 2015. They lost to Chicago, but they were there. They won a cup in 2004 with John Tortorella. That was a seven-game series. We were talking about this before the show. They beat Calgary, and like, whoa, Tampa Bay, where'd they come from? And it wasn't just one of these flash-in-the-pan things. They have been one of the more consistent, playoff-ready, winning franchises in the National Hockey League really since the turn of the century, over the last 20 years. If they, led by some of those names I mentioned and a few others that uh, were not Crunch alumni, that were just ready-made NHL players or were in Tampa Bay's system before Tampa switched over 
uh, from Norfolk to Syracuse, you know, the Stamkos of the world and some of the vets that have been there for a long time. Winning three straight Stanley Cups, to me, you have to adjust for sports inflation. You have to adjust for the cap. You have to adjust for free agency. You have to adjust for how hard it is to keep a team together in 2022 compared to what it was when you think about the incredible dynasties we saw back-to-back in the NHL, starting with the Islanders, 1980-1984, then to the Edmonton Oilers from 84-88. to Two teams win the Stanley Cup in consecutive four-year blocks. If Tampa wins this cup, it is unequivocally their most impressive cup. It is unequivocally their most impressive cup based on injuries, based on some challenges they have gotten so far in this series, familiarity. Uh, Listen, keeping a team like this together and the main parts to it together and inserting new parts when needed. And look, think of the, the physical and mental grind that is. There is no more taxing postseason than the National Hockey League. It's not even close. The war of attrition that it is, and and they have been pushed to several seven-game series, and just the physical toll it takes, the hunger, the desire. I mean, once you win a cup, you win a cup. There are four or five teams, Colorado included, by the way, that has, frankly, should have been here a lot more since 2001, which was their last Stanley Cup final appearance. That is so impressive for John Cooper, for Julian Breesbaugh, who spent many years You could run into them in a crunch game several times a year, right? The names that you're familiar with that have been in Syracuse that, you know, and it's not just, you know, because they have to be like, they like to be, they know where, you know, all all the the great restaurants are and they shop at Wegmans and it's like their second home. It's not just like this place they are for a month. Like a Bryce Harper was with the Syracuse Chiefs. I mean, the guy was barely here before he got called up to the nationals and the rest is history. And I'm I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just, That's how it goes sometimes. So the local connection is there. The history, I think, if Tampa Bay wins this thing, you put them on the same pedestal as Edmonton and the Islanders because you adjust for sports inflation. Not only the physical toll, the mental toll, the free agency, keeping a team together, the talent is better now. And that's that's no insult to those 80s Islanders and Oilers teams. Yeah, Mike Bossy and company with the Islanders, obviously Wayne Gretzky and Messier and Grant Fuhr and those amazing Oiler teams. Talent's better now. The sport has expanded. And, and, I mean, just what this Stanley Cup matchup is, Colorado versus Tampa Bay. Now, Colorado had a team back in the day, and then it came back, so you kind of know that history. But think about this. One of the great established dynasties in the National Hockey League is in Tampa, Florida. It shows you how the sport has expanded, how the talent pool has grown. It's just if these things get better, they don't get worse. So I think if Tampa wins this, it's as impressive as it comes. I think the matchup itself is intriguing just by Tampa with the best goalie in the world. Andre Veselovsky is the best goalie in the world. Braden Point is back. Now, I'm not sure how healthy Braden Point's going to be, but if he's healthy enough to get back out there, in the eyes of John Cooper, that is only going to help a team that the fact that Tampa is this far down the road without Braden Point, who has more playoff goals in the last five years than anybody, is impressive enough. So I'll take a 70% Braden Point over no Braden Point, right? All these things that Tampa is, 
the balance they have on defense. If they want to muck it up, they can muck it up. If they want to go fast, they can go fast. Stamkos basically won that series against the Rangers with the two goals that he had in the clinching game. They've been there. They've done that. They know who they are. They know how to handle every situation. All that being said, I'm taking the Avalanche in six. I just built up this Tampa Q's connection for the last 10 minutes, and then I dropped the surprise at the end. I am taking Colorado because as we've been going through here and kind of predicting and analyzing this playoff, I am done picking against the Avalanche. This team is an offensive juggernaut, unlike I have ever seen. The way they're averaging four goals per game in the postseason, the way they can erase any deficit. Cal McCarr, it's not just me that has made the Bobby Orr comparison. Wayne Gretzky has made that comparison. You've got an offensive scoring defenseman like that. You've got Nathan McKinnon. If you can get Rantanen going, if you can get some other players going, but they have so much depth, so much speed, they come at you at waves. Here's the thing. You know, the old adage is you need goaltending to win the Stanley Cup. And I just mentioned Tampa's got the best goalie in the world. Darcy Kemper's healthy again. He's good enough. Now, this isn't Mike Smith you're facing here. This isn't some of the goalies that Colorado has faced along the way. But Colorado, I think, is ready to take that next step. I mentioned Tampa Bay. They get to the Cup in 2015. They weren't ready. They had a team that was good enough that went on a heater and was announcing its presence that they were going to contend for Cups soon enough. I think the New York Rangers are saying that now, back around in teams that kind of get a little further in the playoffs a year or two earlier than expected and announce their presence. I feel like Colorado's done that the past couple of years, come up short in a couple playoff series that, frankly, they shouldn't have, and I think they're ready to take this thing. Colorado's never seen a goalie like Andre Vasilevsky in this postseason, which is fair to bring up. I'm here to tell you, Vasilevsky's never seen an offense like this. Tampa's going to win a couple of games in this series by everything I just said, but Colorado's going to win the Cup. Give me the Avalanche in six. One of the highest-scoring teams in recorded hockey history by all averages, Colorado, against a team going for history. So this is on paper. We'll see how it plays out. Sometimes these things get built up and one team just comes out and takes control over for one reason or the other. I hope it goes seven. I hope we've got seven incredible hockey games because this has been an incredible postseason. The NBA Finals have somewhat made up for what's been a boring, non-competitive NBA playoff. The Stanley Cup playoffs have just been incredible. Round by round, the storylines, the games. Haven't been a ton of overtime games, but, I mean, that it, Colorado swept Edmonton. That was still one of the most entertaining hockey series I've ever watched in my life. The Tampa story, games have been great. I it, This has been one of the best, and I'm biased because I'm a big hockey fan, but this is one of the best Stanley Cup playoffs wall-to-wall I've ever watched, and I'd be stunned if we didn't get a Cup series worthy of what this playoff has been. So either way, I think you got cool stories to follow, some of the greatest players in the world, and I'd be stunned if this was anything but entertaining, not only for somebody like me that appreciates the sport, but probably more importantly, entertaining for someone who doesn't, that will tune in and be like, oh, this is fun. There's going to be some wild games in this series, and I cannot wait till they drop the puck tonight. Give me the Avalanche and six. I know some people at the Crunch, Howard Dolgan and others, probably not happy with me right now, but got to go with my head, not my heart.
And look, Tampa's got a couple. These guys have a, a couple of cups and those crunch guys that we mentioned. It's, they're good. I think Colorado's ready to strike. I think they're hungry, and I think they're going to overwhelm this Tampa team as best as one can overwhelm one of the most experienced, you know, savvy, smart, and great teams that we've seen. But they got to lose sometime. And I feel like sometime is now. Those windows close a lot quicker in the modern era. On that note, we'll break. We'll change gears on the other side and talk a little golf. A Syracuse alum will join us to, oh, it's like a high school cafeteria with all the snipping going on between the PGA Tour loyalists like Roy McIlroy, some of the Live Tour guys, the people kind of in between like Brooks Kepka. But, yeah, there's some golf to talk about too and this course that they're playing on and who are some of the running favorites for the U.S. Open. So we'll switch gears and get into that with James Colgan. Coming up on the other side, Liam McKeel will join us later to break down the Stanley Cup. Bayheim's Army's got its new roster. We'll discuss that later. we got a lot to do as we get over to Hump on a Wednesday here. Let's uh, see if the market uh, did that today. It's been, uh, I think Mike comes into this uh, interview with uh, some some bruises, some black and blue marks all over here. Did you get beat up again today, Mike, or did they take, no, they take it easy No, we bounced a little bit, Brent. All right. And, uh, yes. Just like the NHL playoffs, we have had a few bruises here. And I'm with you, Colorado, I'm going to say in seven, but they are a high-scoring machine. They're going to be tough to stop. And the Dow was up 300 points today, exactly 1%. The S&P followed up 1.5%. And the big winner was the NASDAQ, up 2.5%. And that came on the heels of the Federal Reserve. As expected, they raised interest rates today. There's a little bit of debate about how much it would be. But they came in at 75 basis points. So three-quarters of a percent, and the market digested it pretty well. We were up 300, then we were down 300. I think at 3 o'clock we were back up 600 and closed the day up uh, 300. So we were all over the place today, but we'll take a positive close. We had a nice diamond, a bunch of diamonds, but we're going to go with Avis Budget Group. The car rental company was up 13%. They had an upgrade as well as some insider buying in the stock. So a nice bounce for a company that's been really beaten up lately. And the dogs, there weren't a whole lot of them, but we're going to go with the energy stocks, which is actually kind of a nice thing. Oil was down a little bit today, and we saw those stocks, which have been great over the last couple of months, sell off. So we had weakness in Chevron, Exxon, Valero, companies like that. So overall, a good day, Brent, and let's hope we can follow through tomorrow. Excellent. And Mike, I got I to gotta compliment you, because when you were starting to go down that road with some of the interest rates and some of that stuff, it started to become Charlie Brown's teacher for a minute there, but you, you circled back and you explained it to me in layman's terms. That's why we have you on, sir. That was good stuff. Okay, right well, thanks, Brent. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. There he goes. My man, Mike, and you know, Mike and Lee and Bill and the crew that calls in to tell us what's happening on the market. Good to hear we had a bounce back day, and yeah, he was starting to lose me for a second there. So we got this number, and, but, but okay, I got it. By the end, I was like, okay, I got it. There we go. Points. Uh, all right. About a quarter raise in the interest rate. Okay. There you go. See, this is why we do this for you people. We find all the diamonds and none of the dogs and explain the intricacies of the market. Lee Baldwin and company, that's how they're doing it for you, friends. Every day at LeeBaldwin.com or stop in in Casar Utica so you know what's cooking on the markets, right? We will break. We will come back and uh, talk some golf. How do you measure yourself against other golfers? By height. We'll do that next. Here, right there. 
ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. You're on the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. It's presented by Universal Windows Direct of Syracuse. Always an interesting question. You guys know me too well. i got to start shaking things up here because the uh, producer uh, intern brigade we have out here is picking up on all my verbal tics. Apparently, I, I, I compliment our guests as great a little too often, so we got to shake that up. Get the thesaurus out and think of some different words. And thanks to the exemplary Liam McHugh for joining us. Talk some NHL on TNT and Stanley Cup starts tonight. I got the Avalanche and six. Sorry, Crunch fans. I've heard from some people on that involved with the Crunch organization. Howard Dolgan was calling me out on Twitter. It's like, hey, man, listen, you want a couple cups? You've been there. You've done that. Go with my head, not my heart. And, uh, Let's just say Uncle Brent's been wrong about a few predictions here, so that's actually good news for Tampa that I picked Colorado to win the Cup. So go with that there. We're also uh, discussing um, during the break, we'll get to Bayheim's Army here in a sec, but I not only have some some verbal tics and some predictability in the people we talk to and the the descriptions we have of them you know me too well in the sense that it got up to about 90 degrees here it's currently 84 degrees it's going to be hot the next couple of days and we've got some people in the qsportstalk.com chat that are asking about the ac situation right i'm glad that i make you think of these things like the other day when another dope hit the onondaga lake parkway bridge like immediately i'm getting texts and tweets from people like you're the first person i think of when these things happen. So this is good. I like this. You want to get to know the host of the radio show you listen to. We're all kind of a big radio family here. I'm also getting a little too predictable here. I knew I was kind of a predictable, stubborn guy, but I don't know. Like when I've got people in the chat and, oh, it's 90, Brent, you turn it on the AC like they know this whole thing that we go through. I don't know. I got to throw you guys off the scent a little bit. We're getting a little too predictable. So think about that a little. But in the meantime, something that has been as predictable as a sunrise is that Eric Devendorf is on Bayheim's army. That is no longer the case, friends. He's going out on top. I think we knew this. I think he said this last year, but you kind of hold out hope. And we got to that time of the year where the roster is coming out. It's like, you sure about that, Devo? Maybe those competitive juices kick in a little bit. And I'm sure he'll be discussing this on these airwaves and on his program which you can watch Monday, Wednesday, Friday on QSportsTalk.com at 10 a.m. So, no Devo, but as revealed today, the Bayheim's Army roster that will attempt to defend its TBT title and earn another $1 million prize. And thank God for that, by the way, because we were kind of getting to the point where it's like, guys, listen, we love that this happens every summer. It's good content for us to discuss. It's fun. It's a great little treat for Syracuse basketball fans, but you got to win one of these things. And the convergence of Adam Weissman getting involved and investing in this thing, how Sean Bell be mixed up. We were just talking about this during the Q Sports Talk chat. Look, I could give a rip that there are non-Syracuse players on this team. 
right? The heart and soul of this are Syracuse guys. We're going to get through a couple new names on this that I think Syracuse fans will really like. But do you want to win? Because you were not going to win this thing based on the Syracuse alums alone. They couldn't find the right mix of players to do it. It was not going to happen. So you bring in a Kiefer Sykes, you bring in a DJ Kennedy, a couple other new names that we'll discuss here. But if you want to do this. Kiefer Sykes with it. Sykes drives, pulls up. Sykes for the million. Yes! They win it. Kiefer Sykes to the scorer's table. Bayheim's Army, 2021 TV Team Champs. Oh, Michael Lear there. Remember, we had it for you right here on ESPN Syracuse last year. Uh, I would imagine we're going to have it for you again this summer. Don't, don't take my word on that. we got to double check and dot the I's and cross the T's on that, but we'd love to have it again if the opportunity presents itself. What a great call that was from Michael Lear. If you want to hear that and you want to see that great story come through and see Devo get the money and have all that pay off after so many years of blood, sweat, and tears, you had to go outside the family. So don't count me amongst those that uh, is going to you know stamp my feet and 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 kind of be the old man on the porch. Hey, that ain't no real title. You went outside the family. I shouldn't even do my bad uh, old man on the porch. I should do my bad uh, Corleone impression. You want to go outside the family and win this title? You're dead to me. That's not a real title. You didn't win nothing. You didn't win no million dollars. That's fake money. That's no good. That money's no good. That title's nothing. You, you went outside the family. How dare you? How dare you play in that tournament with somebody who did not play in the dome, did not play for Jim Bayon. He ain't no orange man. That's not what we're talking about here. You want to win this thing, you had to go outside the family. So what do we got this year? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bayheim's Army. Tyler Ennis and Rakeem Christmas. As described here by my colleague Donna DeToto, two former SU players long coveted by general manager Kevin Belby. We've talked to Belby about that certainly on this show. Ennis and Rakeem Christmas are great additions. Recent players... You know, Ennis was on the best, now this was their first year in the ACC, but Syracuse's best ACC representative has one of the great shots, of course, in the history of Syracuse basketball, the game winner against Pitt from midcourt. Remember that team, though, fell short. High expectations, good team, number one in the country at, at, at that point, at one point of that season, lost to Dayton and Buffalo by two. Them's the breaks. Rakeem Christmas has got to have one of the more unique stories of a Syracuse player that's, that's kind of ever existed, right? Married into the Jordan family, played in that 2015 season, which, look, even if they didn't have to step in and kind of self-exile out of the NCAA tournament with the NCAA situation going on, that team wasn't making the tournament. But, man, Rakeem Christmas, you want to talk about one of the great individuals that carried a team, and I know they didn't, get carried to a postseason or it wasn't like a Jerry McNamara run to the NCAA tournament, but he was that team and was beloved. And 
I think has one of the great arcs of a Syracuse basketball player from freshman to senior year of improvement. Like a player that just off the charts improvement. And to see him get a shot at this and, and redeem is not the right word, but kind of maybe get a little bit more than he had the opportunity to earn here due to circumstances beyond his control, I think that's a great story. Marek Doljai, ladies and gentlemen. Get the pizza ready has been added to Bayheim's Army. So you got some fresh blood in there. Ennis, Rakeem Christmas, Doljai. Andrew White, C.J. Fair, who are both on last year's championship squad, back. D.J. Kennedy and DeAndre Keene, two of the winningest players in TBT history, will once again play for Bayheim's Army this year after really being the difference. Kennedy, Kane, and Kiefer Sykes were the difference that got Syracuse over the hump. Now, if, again, if that bothers you, I don't, I don't remember no D.J. Kennedy playing in the, in the Carrier Dome. I don't remember no DeAndre Kane dropping blood on the court in those great battles with Georgetown. I don't remember you. I don't acknowledge you. Kiefer Sykes, I don't remember no Kiefer Sykes battling against Providence back in the day. You don't deserve your time here. And uh, Stop. The opportunity presented itself to have some of the more experienced players in this tournament join Bayheim's Army. They got them over the hump, right? Overseas Elite, uh, I don't believe, is back in the tournament. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. But Overtime Elite, we were talking about this before the show. Uh, Bryce K. When we talk about our interns these days, remember that old Newhart show? Right. Hi, I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. That's like what we got around here. We got 14 Bryces running around, but it was Bryce K who was discussing this before the show about overtime elite is going to have a team in TBT this year, which is kind of like that. You have overtime elite, you have the G League, and all the different leagues that players have the option to go to now if they don't want to play college basketball or want to go after a year in college basketball. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out on uh, new players. Bayheim's army has added D Bost, six, three point guard from Mississippi state, Kyle Wilcher, six ten Canadian big man. All right, there you go. Got to have some size. I played at Kentucky, played at Gonzaga before embarking on a pro career that started in the NBA. Most recently in the Spain high level pro league as Donna notes here. So you got some returning players. You got some familiar pieces. You got some great international talent, 6'10", big man, balance there. You know, TBT, is always, it's always been interesting about what kind of players you need. The Elam ending kind of creates a different strategy. And Bayheim's Army just needed some, some, some grinders. They just needed some players that could get inside. There was a lot of emphasis on scoring. And, you know, they just kind of mixed up the rosters. Last year's turned out to be, the perfect blend. Experienced players, inside players, outside players, some speed at guard. You need a couple of guys that can hit three. C.J. Fair is the ultimate in the paint grinder. So we'll see how they mix in the new guys and how things go. And they step in now as the hunted. They were the hunters. And in this situation, I mean, you look at Tampa Bay trying to win a third straight cup and the challenges they've had to overcome to do that. There's 
you never lose the desire to win the cup, but it's different when you're chasing it when you've already done it. So I feel like, and we'll certainly talk to Kevin Bellby and the guys about this as we get closer to TBT tipping off next month. And there's some guys on this roster that didn't win. So that hunger will be there for them. But, man, it's different when you you finally tasted it. I mean, look at Devo. Chased it for so long, put the blood, sweat, and tears in, and he wants to go out on top, and I don't blame him, right? How does this team now... We mentioned Kennedy and Kane and the guys that have won it. I mean, overtime elite would, or did I, am I getting, am I mixing up my overtimes here? Overseas elite, not overtime elite, overseas elite, the team that just dominated TBT for so long, they found a way. I mean, a million dollars, tens, and you're caught of a million dollars, which remember, instantly was put in their accounts, right? They actually, there was like an app that, was one of the sponsors of TBT last year and would kind of lay out like, okay, you win this thing, this much money immediately will go into your account thanks to the fill-in-the-blank sponsor, which I can't remember now. We're not going to give free advertising to anyway. But they found a way to do that. The money tends to motivate it. The new blood that wants to be a part of this, think of Marek, think of Rakeem, think of Tyler and those guys. They want to be part. This has become its own unique legacy, Right. The event has grown. Bayheim's army has become just, in a short period of time, a highlight of the summer and has become a part of, like, the Syracuse basketball family, if you will, a part of the Syracuse basketball universe. And it was cool that you had players a part of it, but now you've got some guys that have the status of, we won this thing. Now can you start to build, dynasty is a strong word, but can you start to build, you know, a year-in, year-out championship contender like Overseas Elite had? Is that the next challenge for Bayheim's Army? Can they kind of establish themselves as the TBT program like Overseas Elite had? They had to pass the torch at some point. Is that now Bayheim's Army? So that's the next challenge for these teams, and I, I think that roster is is fun, good mix there, some fan favorites, and have a lot of pizza ready, right? A lot of pizza. Maybe we can get Marek to do pizza reviews like Portnoy does. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. But uh, there you have it, friends. Revealed today, the 2022 Bayheim's Army roster trying to defend its championship and get another great call. Keeper Sykes with it. Sykes drives, pulls up, Sykes for the million! Yes! He wins it! Keeper Sykes to the scorer's table! Bayheim's Army, 2021 TVT champs! The legendary uh, on-the-road stories with Michael Lear and Tommy Hogan, some of which are not arable, some of which just... Not even on Q Sports Talk. I mean, just there's just some stories you can't tell, friends that are just legend of the road trip they went on last summer. So, you know, it's summer when the rocket and weed sport, uh, if you get that joke, but really it's been more like, you know, it's summer when we're starting to talk about Bayheim's army. It's become the great summer sports staple here in central New York. We'll break on that. No one come back. You're on the block ESPN radio, qsportstalk.com.